Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every weekday morning, you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow. Oh, talking back to me. We grow and I love for the Lord together. You know, I have to do a whole bunch of websites and stuff to make sure this goes on, and if I forget to close one of them, talks back to me. Uh, so anyways, well, I'm so good, or I'm so glad to be with you this Monday morning. Why don't we have some coffee? We'll pray, and we'll wrap up Genesis chapter 28. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. It's a rich blessing. It's our pleasure. It's our joy, Lord, to get to come to your word. We pray now, Father, that as we read your word, you would care for us. Father, please help us to understand. Please reform our hearts and our lives as we read. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're at Genesis chapter 28. Genesis chapter 28, and we'll read verses 10 through the end of the chapter. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth. And its top reached to heaven, and there the angel of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad the west and the east to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! There is none other than the house of God, and this is the gates of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning, and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city had been Luz previously. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and keep me in this way that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in the in place or sorry, in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone, which I have set as a pillar, shall be God's house. And as and all of And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what is this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do in response to this? So, A, what is this about? Well, Jacob is on his way to Badan Aram. He's on his way to uh, the ancestral area, not Ur of the Chaldeans. 
a little bit north of that, Mesopotamia, uh, in Padan Aram, and he's going to go find a wife. And as he's going, he is tired, and he takes a rock, and he uses it as a pillow. <laughs> and there, as he goes to sleep, something amazing happens. The Lord appears to Jacob in a dream. He appears to him, and he tells him, he reiterates to him the covenant promises. See, we might have been tempted before as we had read that somehow Isaac was in charge of the promise. But here we find out it's the Lord himself. It's Jehovah who makes the promises that he had given to Abraham and he had given to Isaac. Now he gives to Jacob. And this is verses 13 through 15. He declares to him, I am Jehovah, God of Abraham, your father and God of Isaac. And then he tells him, after he's identified who he is, he reassures him of the royal land grant. He says, the ground that you're sleeping on is yours. Jacob doesn't own anything in Canaan. He's on the run from his brother. But the Lord is telling him, he gives him all of it. The land which you lie on, I will give to you and your descendants. And your descendants, and then so he gives him the land, and then in verse 14, he promises him that his descendants are going to be numerous, and also your descendants will be as the dust of the earth. And he says they're going to spread out all over, from north and south, east and west, all over the place, right? That's verse 14. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And this sounds very, very similar to the promises that God had made to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. Well, this is God revealing himself to Jacob, giving him the promise, caring for him, and blessing him. Right? There's, this, is, this is a beautiful thing here that the Lord comes to an unworthy sinner and he continues to remember his promises. This is now the third generation and God is true to his covenant. He's true to his promises, even to unworthy people. And it's he's, he has this dream, you know, this vision of the angels going up and down on a ladder, going up to heaven. And he says, this is surely God's house. And he names it Bethel. Beth means house and El means God. So house of God. And there he takes the, the rocks that he had been sleeping on. He puts it up on another rock, kind of makes a pillar out of it. He pours oil on it and says, truly, this is the house of God. You know, he, he's struggling to understand what this is going on here. I don't think there's pagan notions of, of, of things. I think that He's just trying to memorialize that this is the place in which God had appeared to him, had passed on the covenant promises, and had cared for him. Well, what's the best verse to summarize us? Well, I have verses 13 through 15 underlined, but I also have verse 12 underlined. But to be honest with you, I also have... (laughs) 20 and 21 and part of 22 underlined. Uh, I just have a whole bunch of this underlined. But tell me in your Bible, what would you underline to get at the best verse? Well, last see calling. What are we called to do? We can trust in the God of the promises. God doesn't forget. God keeps his covenant. God remembers his grace. 
It is his sovereign prerogative to show mercy to whom he wants to show mercy and grace to whom he wants to show grace, but whom he decides to show grace to, he never forgets it. It's there. It's his. Because this is how the Lord works. And praise God for that, because whom the Father has given to the Son to put in his hand, no one can ever snatch them out. God didn't send Jesus Christ into the world and then, you know, Christ died, rose again, went to heaven, and God said, okay, Jesus is back with me. I'm going to forget everybody else on the earth. No, he remembers his promises, and he's going to make good on them. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we pray that you would let us remember your covenant promises, that in your seed, Jesus Christ, you have blessed the nations. Your descendants have become more numerous than the stars of the sky or than the dust of the beach of this, uh, on, the, on the beaches. Lord, we thank you that you are saving people from every tribe and nation, tongue and ethnicity to yourself. Lord, please, let us cling to your promises and let us know that there is a home for us, a house of God, a Bethel, made not with human hands, but our Savior has gone there to prepare a home for us. We pray that you would care for us this day. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. May you always remember his promises. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.